Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Healthy farms by Bioverse, your manure management experts. Contact us for time and labor-saving solutions. Alltech, providing you proven specialty ingredients to maximize pig health, sustainability, and profitability. Novus International, Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. When it comes to raising healthy animals, you need more than the right solutions. You need the right partner who brings decades of industry expertise and a global team to put that knowledge to work for the advancement of your operation. At Fibro Animal Health Corporation, we are proud to work with you as your trusted partner. I'm your host, Clayton Chastain, and today we have with us Garen Shipman. He is currently a PhD student at South Dakota State University. So, Garen, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes. Hi, Clayton. Uh, thank you for having me on here today. Um, Garen Shipman, I am a PhD student at South Dakota State University. Um, at the halfway point, so hopefully almost done. So prior to my position here at SDSU, I did my undergraduate and master's at NC State. Uh, originally was from the, originally from North Carolina. I, however, did not grow up around uh, swine production. I grew up with horses. And um, it wasn't until my junior year of college is when I got interested in pigs. So eventually led to me led me to the position I am at now. So um, with that, both my master's and my PhD programs have been focusing on the uh, sow nutrition, uh, primarily focusing on gastating sow diets. Awesome. So let's talk about some of the recent research you've done. I read about your study looking at the effect of this carbohydrates mixture fed with high fiber diets and growing pigs and sows. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that study? For one component of my PhD here, uh, we've looked at the use of carbohydrates enzymes for gastain sows. So a majority of the American uh, swine gastain sow diets are based on nutrient values attained from grower pigs. However, we have seen that gastain sows actually have a higher capacity for nutrient and energy adaptability. So, and again, go back to the carbohydrates enzymes they are being utilized based on inclusion levels from grower studies. Um, from previous work by um, Hans Stein has seen that sows also have a higher capacity to digest crude fiber and NDF components, but we wanted to go a little bit more in depth and see how these enzymes work for sows. Uh, so for the first study, we did actually a comparison between Gastain sows and grower pigs. Um, for the sows, there's actually a two by three factorial arrangement. So sows are fed either a low fiber or high fiber diet, and with three different inclusion levels for the multi-carbohydrates enzymes. Um, the fiber levels for this study were based off of um, a survey that we sent out to production nutritionists to get their feedback on to get their uh, input on how 
how they were determining their fiber levels for their Gastain style diets. Uh, and from there, we did the experimental diets. Sows were uh, fed restricted. And then while the grower pigs were just, were just on a, um, were just fed the high fiber diet with the three varying enzyme inclusion levels. Um, so go back more about these, um, the different feeding regimens for the grower pig versus the Gastain sows. The big difference primarily is the fact that when it comes to fiber, the sows have a larger fermentation capacity compared to the grower pigs, as well as them being feed, sows being feed restricted, they would already have a lower rate of pasture. So from this study, um, we saw that compared that the sows, the enzyme inclusion, the enzymes did have, did increase nutrient, dis, nutrient disability on a parent total track level, as well as that for the grower pigs. However, when we looked at the um, non-sox polysaccharides components, so the hemicellulose components of the NDF, we saw that the enzymes did increase uh, NSP digestibility for the grower pigs. However, it did not increase, did not have an effect on the, for the Gastain sows. So when we, but when we look at, when we compare the Gastain sow versus the grower pig, regardless of enzyme supplementation, we saw that the Gastain sows already had a higher, higher capability to digest dietary fiber components. So going back to perhaps these multi-carbohydrate enzymes might not be utilized well as the sow herself already has a higher capacity, higher capability to digest the fiber components in general. So as a follow-up study, we did a um, ileal cannulation study with Gastain sows, um, fed the same experimental diets to determine ileal digestibility from a preliminary results. We have already, we have seen that, that enzyme supplementation did not, have an effect on apparent ileal or standardized ileal of the amino acids. However, the main still, the main takeaway of this from that secondary study was, was that the fiber also hindered, significantly hindered the digestibility of the amino acids, or both apparent and standardized. Um, and some follow-up studies we'll be looking at, again, going back to the cannulation for gas and gastain sales and looking at uh, different fibrous components such as insoluble versus soluble and the f- different fiber components. Gotcha. So, um, so you mentioned earlier uh, that the, the nursery pigs, the carbohydrates had a the carbohydrates mix had a lot larger effect on them than it did for the sows. Um, do you think that's just because the sows were kind of like already producing ample amounts of those carbohydrates since they're already kind of prepared to uh, have the hindgut fermentation of those fiber uh, sources, or what do you think that was? Um, so the sows or any monogastric animals lack the capability to produce these exogenous fiber-degrading enzymes. So these enzymes include galactase, pectinase, arabinase, xylanase, which gives dietary fiber the what is well known for to be uh, dietary fiber would be naturally non-adjusted by the animal. But again, looking at the fermentation capacity, 
the sows already have a larger, more exposed gut microbiome that would help in the fermentation compared to like grower pigs that wouldn't have not been exposed as long. And so their gut microbiome is minimal compared to that of the sow. So they have less fermentation. Gotcha. Um, and what was the um, fiber source that you used to increase the fiber content in both these diets for the grower pigs and for the sows? Uh, for this study, um, to increase the dietary fiber sources were um, soybean holes and DDGS. And it's very representative of a regional gasoline sow diet that would be produced, that would be fed here in the United States. But however, when we look at Western Canada and parts of in Europe, they use different fiber sources. So wheat, oat, oats, barley. And so um, that would be a good, that's going to be another follow-up study to this is how, when we look at different fiber sources, what is the value of these enzymes? Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Purina Animal Nutrition, where swine research becomes your return on investment. Life Start Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition, distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Elbiotics, the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. Heat stress can start at temps as low as 75 degrees. Combat heat stress with Chemtrace Chromium. Visit chemin.com forward slash swine heat stress today. We have a time and labor saving product for you. AgriSlats by Healthy Farms is your solution. No more lugging jugs around the barn every month. With AgriSlats, you simply drop the slat through the floor twice a year and it works to break down solids, reduces crusting and forming. To learn more, visit MyHealthyFarms.com. Achieving optimal swine health and nutrition is the key to optimizing profitability. But where do you start? Kemen Animal Nutrition and Health offers comprehensive solutions that help you maintain feed quality, improve intestinal health, optimize nutrition, and control pathogens. Learn more at Kemen.com forward slash swine. Gotcha. So I was actually about to ask be my next question is what you uh, plan to do more research um, with this. So do you have that determined already in terms of which fiber sources you're looking at? Kind of the ones you had uh, said earlier, the only one I can think of right now off the top of my head is like maybe beet pulp. Um, but is that, are those ones that you've already had determined or are you trying to figure out which ones to test next? Um, so to, we have not have a set design yet for that study of what dietary fiber sources will be used. But again, like beet pulp, wheat, barley, um, canola, any other major, um, major fiber ingredients are typically used, but might not be representative of American diets or there has some potential. So it's like sugar, sugar beet pulp. There's talk about using that in, sales, but still has not been, is still not being used at this moment. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing that study with us. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah. And to everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we are constantly on the lookout for the latest updates in swine nutrition 
And if you have a swine nutrition related research trial that you would be able to share on our podcast, please send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com. And we would love to talk about your research. See you later.